Well, hello, this is Marnie Clark, your host of Listen Loudly. So, what if I told you that my husband demands elaborate dinners every night? He only wants the freshest and finest ingredients, so that means a daily trip to the grocery store. He does not like to eat leftovers, so there is never a night off. He wants fine wine, he wants the candles lit, background music. You might have a few different responses. You know, one might be, well, gosh, he sounds like a tyrant. He was very difficult to live with, very demanding. You must be exhausted from all that work every day. And another might say, well, I mean, he works really hard all day. He deserves that. I mean, after all, you get to spend your days writing, doing podcasts, playing tennis, whatever you want. So, I mean, he has every right to demand that of you. Well, if you know my husband, you know I was not telling the full story. (laughs) Um, The truth is that my husband does demand those things, but he actually does them all himself. He loves to cook. I hate to cook. He loves to cook and creates incredible incredible dishes for our family. He even loves going to the grocery store. I mean, I know. How did I? I know. I don't deserve this. It's just fantastic. It's God's gift to me, and I'm enjoying it. He loves going to the grocery store, so he picks out the best ingredients. He really doesn't ask me to do anything except sit down at the table with him and enjoy the food he prepared. You know, I mean, sometimes I'll do things with him as he cooks, maybe just because I want to, because I love being with him, you know, but yeah, he loves to entertain. He's happy to cook for as many people as I will invite over. And sometimes our guests are just like raving about the delicious food. Um, And my daughter will say proudly, we eat like this every night. And I love it when she says that because it's like, we really do. And it's really awesome. And he really has spoiled us. So, you know, if you read the Bible without the lens of the finished work of the cross, then you're going to kind of see everything a little differently. You're going to see a lot of rules, and you're going to see God who you perceive to be demanding and just impossible. Can't live up to it. And that's true. Like, we cannot live up to what he wants. But... When you realize that he came to earth and fulfilled every rule himself so that we can feast at his table forever, then there's a sense of relief, gratitude, and praise. And then he writes those laws on our hearts. That's, you know, the prophecy of that is in Jeremiah 31, 33. And then in Hebrews 10, 16, talks about that. And, you know, you, you kind of want to do things. You know, my husband doesn't demand that I help him with dinner, but I kind of like to. I kind of like to, 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 to spend time with him and, um, and, and be with him and, and help him in any way I can. He doesn't demand it. So, Romans 8, 3 through 4 says, For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did. Sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and as an offering for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled 
in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So if you haven't already, accept God's loving invitation today and take your seat at his table. He does not ask you to bring anything. In fact, he does not want you to bring anything. If you add anything to this meal, it will only ruin it. So just bring yourself, like we tell our dinner guests at the Clark House, and relax and enjoy the feast. Yeah, Isaiah 55, 1 through 2, beautiful verses, beautiful prophecy about Jesus. It says, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. So even if you have already accepted his invitation, as Christians, a lot of times we start, we forget to read scripture through the lens of the finished work of the cross and we start feeling that burden on our back again as if we have to do it as if it's up to us but Matthew and Matthew 11 Jesus says come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest the rest comes from knowing that the work's done. Now we just get to delight ourselves in getting to know him. And as he fills us up with his love in our delightful relationship with him, that love will spill over to other people. That love will compel us to want to do things for him, but only when we're filled up. Because if we're not filled up with his love, We're going to start trying to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and then the flesh comes out and it's not pretty. So let me close this in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much that the work is done, that we can relax and enjoy and feast at your table. I pray that you would remind us of that and you would remind us that we can rest in your love. And as we rest in your love and get filled up, that you will fill us up to overflowing so that that love can flow to people around us. And we will want to share your love with others. And we will want to serve others. And we will want to serve you out of a place of gratitude, not out of a place of fear. In Jesus' name, amen.